The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. My next guest has just uh, launched, well, uh, end of last year, start of this year, he has launched a, a podcast called Spooning with him. And in it, he gets a number of uh, significant celebrities, significant chefs in some instances, um, has chats with them and then feeds them things blindfold which they may or may not enjoy or things which they have previously always rejected and he thinks that he can convince them that they have gotten it wrong. Mark Wogan, good morning. Good morning to you, sir. How are you? I am very good. It is lovely to talk to you. Mark, I I feel it would be remiss of me not to start, given that you are on an Irish radio show with uh, your father, Sir Terry Wogan. And the extraordinary revelation that I discovered from listening to your podcast, because I had read the autobiography, I have been a fan for a long time. I thought I had a sense of the man. And then I discovered what he used to do with sausages. <laughs> you mean the breakfast of champions, Anton? Oh, Lord. I mean, it's it's quite something, Mark. Well, I mean, like we say, there isn't enough fat in a sausage that you have to butter it. <laughs> The Look, those, walk me through how this you, worked because I struggle to picture it. Right. So what you do is when the sausages arrive at the table, at the, say a Saturday morning breakfast, what you do is you pick the sausage up, you bite the tip off it, and then you butter the end of it with very cold butter and you bite that. And he would do this? Yes, yes. And at no point I mean, did you think you should stage an intervention? <clears throat> Look, I mean, he he was he was he was a man who knew himself very well, and if that's what he wanted to do, there was no stopping him. <laughs> and in that context, how did he maintain what he himself described as the body of a racing snake? Well, <laughs> I mean, I think I think that could be open to conjecture, couldn't it? I mean, he was he was a man built for comfort, not speed. <laughs> I was intrigued in, in listening to you um, talk about both, both uh, him and your, your own upbringing to discover. You, you characterise yourself as Irish. I had always figured that because um, Terry had departed here so many years ago and had brought you all up in, in the leafy uh, suburbs on the side of the Thames, that therefore mm. you would see yourself as, as English. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, the interesting thing is, I mean, not to go into too much detail, but I was conceived on Irish soil. So oh, my, 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 mother, my mother was pregnant with me when they moved here. I was going to ask how that came up in conversation that it was revealed <laughs> to you, but it was because they were living here before well, the departure. Well, you, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, as, as all good Irish families, we never discuss the bold thing. <laughs> <laughs> But you still very much have an affinity with Ireland beyond just your conception. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, I was actually, was it Thursday? Yeah, Thursday this week. I was actually, uh, I've had uh, Ryan Tubbardy on as a guest and we were discussing all of all things Irish because it's going to go out as our St. Patrick's Day special. And uh, he, was, he was shocked and I, pull, I pulled it out and I showed him my Irish passport, which is the only passport I have. Well, fair play. And we were laughing that we'd been away traveling as a family um, the, uh, a couple of years ago through Africa. And I spent my time on the other side of passport control, having been waved through with my Irish passport, <laughs> while the rest of my family nearly had cavity searches because of their British one. <laughs> 
Speaking of Ryan, he you you feature in his column last weekend. There was a picture of the two of you in uh, your restaurant sitting over a, a 50-50 um, pizza. And he was yes. talking about the level of support that Terry had given him when he first went over and how helpful he had been to him. Yeah, well, I think, you know, you can always be... I think that transition from when you when you've been a big name in Ireland like like Ryan Ryan has Ryan Ryan is I think you know when you come over to the UK it can seem a little bit like okay how are they going to take to me how what's it going to be like and you know he reached out to 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 dad um, a number of years ago when he was first considering would this be an option for him and you know dad was a very generous and kind person outside of you know, what he did for a living. And, you know, it was always encouraging to other people. He never, you know, felt I'm over here doing what I do and I don't want anyone else to take part. It was very inclusive. I mean, you know, if you look at uh, Dermot's um, autobiography, he says that uh, dad was integral in encouraging him to, to sort of take part in this strange world of media. So, which Dermot is this? The, 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 the one who does This Morning. You know him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were going Father Ted or, or This Morning. Now I'm with you. Okay, good. Not Morgan. O'Leary. Yes, gotcha. exactly. Yeah. So the, the who's, other, another, who's another person who counts himself as very Irish. He does and, and isn't behind the, the uh, curtain in, in so doing. No. The other thing that's notable about your um, the the podcast. Oh, by the way, before we, we move on to the podcast, there is one other thing that I wanted to ask you because I happened to be talking about um, Sir Terry Wogan on uh, telly the other week, and one of the things that in, in doing the research I discovered was a that you had managed him, and b and I know it's common knowledge, but it was news to me that he had been rejected by David Attenborough. Have you ever had the chance to express your ire to Attenborough about this? I haven't. I haven't. Our paths have never crossed. And but you know, he's a he's a, he's a, he's a gentle old soul. I don't think I'd take umbrage with him. There's nothing like a grudge against a gentle old soul because you can you can unleash it and then outrun them. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know what is interesting, Anton? That um, yesterday was the last ever breakfast show from Wogan House because the BBC have sold it. Oh, that's very sad. Well, you know, as as Dad would say, only the river goes on forever. Oh, that's very sad because it used to be. Of course, it was Western House, and then it was renamed Wogan House. And yeah. was it was it oh yeah. six? Was that or was it that far back? No, uh, no, no, no. It was it was it was posted passing. So was it? it would have been twenty seventeen. I think it was renamed. Oh, that's desperately sad because that's it. I mean, we will move on from from uh, praising your late father. But one of the uh, uh, things that is extraordinary about him is the man had the largest radio audience in Europe. I mean, never mind yeah. UK, in Europe. I mean, an extraordinary yeah. performance. Anyway, to your podcast, you take these yes. celebrities who you, by your own description, you manage to coerce them on because of long-standing friendships and their, their misplaced <laughs> trust in you. Yeah. And then you feed them things that they really don't want to eat. How did this well, come about? Well, I mean, I was innocently walking down the road in London one day and I glanced into a pub window and a very good friend of mine, Ewan Venters, uh, who owns that particular pub, the Audley in Mount Street, was sitting in the window with Chris Evans. 
And I no, went hang on for a minute. I should just say, you inventors is the multi-bajillionaire who was CEO of Fortnum and Mason. You you say yeah. it like oh, you know that lad who has a pub. Like he's he's the <laughs> yeah. Fortnum and Mason guy. But okay, keep going. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they waved me in, and there appeared there was a charity lunch going on where these unsuspecting people had paid a small fortune to sit and watch Chris Evans and uh, Alan Brazil get very drunk. And uh, I was invited to join the table. We're sitting there. We're all chatting away. And this 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 gentleman at the table says, have you ever thought of doing radio? And I said, well, you know, it was more of my father's gig, that one. So maybe not. And he said, well, I think you should. I said, oh, that's very nice of you. It turned out he was a man called Denny Morris, who was the head of audio for News UK. So then we had a couple of conversations. I came up with the idea for spooning with Mark Wogan. And now we're off and running and doing it. It's been great fun. God, it's been fun. It really has. There's a couple of the episodes where it, it, what's nice to, to, because it's both a, an audio podcast and a video podcast, particularly oddly the You Inventors and Jimmy Carr one. It is lovely to see people off, you know, not performing, being very mm. natural at ease, because it's evident that you and Jimmy Carr and You Inventors know each other a very long time. How did you end up with a set of friends that includes the Jimmy Carrs and the You Inventors and the Claudia Winkelmans? Well, all through food, really. And that's, you know, I, I I think it would be best described as I didn't do very well at school. So as a result, I ended up in hospitality. I ended up in a kitchen. Because where do you get a job when you've got no qualifications in the late 80s? You end up in a kitchen. So, but I had a love of food and, you know, it, it seemed like a natural progression. And through through food is really how I've met all these people. So Jimmy Carr, when he was starting out as a young comic, I was the head chef at the Groucho Club. And we got to know each other there because he liked a particular dish that I used to cook, which was a corned beef hash with a fried duck egg on top of it. And we used to serve it with a bottle of HP sauce. And, (laughs) And we sort of got to know each other, you know, and Ewan, we met through a, through a, through a charity thing that, we used to do together years and years and years ago and we've all just remained firm friends and we 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 get together and we and that was the whole thing with spooning was i think if you get people sitting around a table and you put food in the mix everybody's instantly relaxed well in some cases yeah just not claudia winkelman but i'll allow people to see that episode myself i mean i love claudia but she she could be described as highly (laughs) struck Well, here, going back to your, your episode with Ryan, I, I don't want to, to um, reveal anything before your Patrick's Day, but Ryan is not famous for his desire to be wild and experimental with cuisine. Did you manage could, to... F- I, I, <laughs> no, is the answer. I mean, quite frankly, the man has the palate of a small child. I mean, it literally, it, he, it never progressed past about seven years old. I mean... His statement that I don't eat anything that lives in water came true. We'll leave it at that. But his reaction to one of the spoons was what can only be described as extreme. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying to form in my head the list because it's it's beyond fish. That also encompasses, it gives us all of the amphibians, frogs are out. Honestly, but this this is a man who, who, you know, the culinary heights are a Big Mac, for goodness sake. So, I mean... You know, we, 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 we had a task before us, and I can't say whether we succeeded or failed, but he's one of only two people who, who 
who've been on the show, the other one being uh, Gabby Rosen, who've had an extreme reaction <laughs> to, to what was on the spoon. I have to and, say, though, going back to um, You Inventors and that episode, there is a bit where he starts to discuss food and you see how the former CEO of Fortnum and Mason eats because he has a discussion about on what you should shave white truffles and what yes. you can stuff truffles with. Yeah. It's yeah. the single poshest thing I've ever seen in my life, Mark. <laughs> for from a boy for a boy who grew up in in humble beginnings in Scotland, he's developed some some quite sophisticated tastes. I think it would be fair to say. But I mean, you know, Ewan puts on these lunches throughout the year that are extraordinary, and if you're ever lucky enough to go to one. Geez, the, the, I mean, it is it is a culinary extravaganza every time that man sends out an invitation. You make sure you cancel anything else and you go. Oh, good. Well, I'll, I'll put that in my diary of things. <laughs> yes. When the well, former we'll CEO get, of we'll Fortnum & Mason we'll get, calls me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get you. Listen, you know, just come over. We'll weave you in. We've managed to <laughs> Ryan, – Ryan's coming to the next one. So, you know, it, it, <laughs> we've, managed, we've managed to get the latest export in. So, you know, there's always room. That is going to be the Ryan episode is the Patrick's Day special? Yeah, that'll go out the Thursday before St. Patrick's Day. So the, the podcasts, they launch every Thursday and you can get them wherever you get your podcasts from and you can watch it on YouTube as well. And uh, uh, there's a, a series of, and it's not just because we've been talking about some of the celebs, there are also some very interesting um, chefs and people from the food industry. I mean, Tom Ketteridge is on there talking about, I mean, very interesting background to, to go to the level of Michelin star and success that he has. Having started as sort of a quasi-extra in TV shows and trying to act, it's very interesting. The other, There's much we didn't get a chance to talk to, Mark. Mark I wanted to, to discuss your your extraordinary 50-year-old 7% body fat, but maybe we will get to that and more the next time we talk to you. It has been a great pleasure. Thanks very much, Mark. Thanks for having us on. That is the one and only Mark Wogan and if you want to uh, hear the podcast, it is obviously called Spooning with Mark Wogan. It's wherever you get your podcasts or you can see it on YouTube. The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business. Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.